Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? I'm just trying to stay out of trouble, and uh, we were talking before you started recording, and you got some snow, but not as much as some other folks. Yeah, um, it, it's not too, too bad. We, uh, we got about six, seven inches or so yesterday, um, and... Uh, you know enough to uh, enough to make everything look nice outside, but the, the roads are still you know pretty good. I was driving back from the uh, Virginia Fly Fishing and Wine Festival yesterday, so eighty one sixty four are in perfect shape. So we're still getting out and about. Yeah, and you were saying too that since it's been relatively cold, none of that snow's really melted, so your water levels are kind of pretty much where they've been the last week to ten days. Yeah, yeah, they're still they're still pretty good. I mean, I think the the new is kind of been bouncing between like two thousand and thirty five hundred, four thousand cubic feet, which is pretty normal. Um, and then the trout streams are all you know pretty seasonal, typical as well. Yeah, and I would imagine for musky fishing, when the stuff starts to melt, it's probably going to make your life a little bit easier, right? Because it's probably going to give you a little bit of stain in the water and you know, we had such wacky weather over the holidays where it was warm and the fish kind of weren't where they were supposed to be. Hopefully it'll keep them in their wintering holes, right? Oh, we definitely will. I mean, we're definitely, uh, you know, we've been been cold enough to have fish pretty pretty concentrated for a couple of weeks now. But, um, but yeah, you know, certainly that melting of the snow and ice will definitely make things a little bit colder. Um, yeah, visibility in the river is really pretty good right now in terms of, you know, having just enough visibility to be, um, you know, still pretty visual when you're fishing. Um, but not so, so clear that, uh, that you stand, uh, a lesser chance. So, so yeah, things are pretty good. Yeah. And then I guess on the trout front, right. When it starts to melt and run into the water, probably a good idea to look for sunny spots later in the day and probably springs and seeps and things like that. Exactly. Yep. Um, we've got a, certain couple streams around that definitely have more uh groundwater influence that that are uh sort of born in in limestone areas and um certainly you know if you're gonna fish earlier in the day on the trout streams i always like to start kind of lower on the system um where the you know the the mountains aren't quite so steep around the river so the sun gets on the water a little bit earlier and then move up into the mountains in the afternoon, you know, things warm up a little bit, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, trout fishing should, should stay pretty good. Um, it'll just be, you know, working that temperature sunlight gradient, try to find the most active fish throughout the day. Yeah, absolutely. And we've got a musky question for you from Grant and, uh, he wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, fly color when you're fishing for musky and kind of blue green water. Okay. Um, so I'm going to, I guess I'm going to interpret blue green as, as clear, but with a little bit of a sort of a, you know, snow melt kind of tint to it. Um, and, and that, I mean, that, that is, is my favorite, you know, condition pretty much. And I would say, um, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of natural colors. Um, and then, and then colors like black, which just throw a really hard silhouette. And uh, 
have a lot of contrast in the water. White can be really good too. Um, but, uh, but certainly black and then, you know, on the natural colors front, you know, I say natural referring to the, the colors of the, the predominant sucker species that we have in the river. And those colors are always going to be in the sort of like yellow, brown, um, yellow, brown, white, olive, gold kind of color palette. Um, so those are, those are kind of my, uh, my go-to colors if we've got clear, clear to, you know, slightly tinted, slightly stained water. Got it. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can drop them in the comments to our social media posts or send us an email or hit us up on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag and we will enter you a drawing for something cool at the end of 2022 from Matt. And, you know, as we spoke about last time, Matt, it's actually time to, uh, to select the winner for the 2021 folks that ask questions and you want to remind people what they're going to win. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, uh, I'm, I've been working the vice pretty hard the last couple of weeks, um, tying smallmouth flies for the season coming up. So I'm going to include some of those, some of those patterns, some of the, the flies that I fish, you know, the sort of the staple flies in my fly box for, for smallmouth and, um, and then some of our, uh, our rod company and, and my personal, you know, guide service stickers and, and a discount card for the, uh, Riley Rod Crafters website. Uh, well, very cool. Well, I, uh, I took all the names and put them in the Google random number generator and Charles Knuckles is the lucky winner. Sweet. Yeah. I think I, uh, I may have run into Charles at the, at the fly fishing and wine festivals last weekend. Yeah. And so Charles, I'll shoot you an email and hook you up with Matt and he will take care of you. And, you know, like we always do, we always want to know what you're writing and what you've been putting out for the rural Virginian. Yeah. So I actually don't have anything this week. Um, I was just so busy last week. I, I, uh, I let it slip, but we're going to, we're going to hop back on the train this week, but I'm not quite sure what we're doing yet. Well, there you go. Anything in hatch you want to share with folks? Um, putting one out pretty soon um, about uh, sort of um, just how to be a better angler, how to improve um, dramatically in the coming year. Because I know a lot of people are setting New Year's resolutions and trying to stick to them this time of year. And, and, uh, a lot of anglers are probably, you know, trying to improve their skill set or, uh, you know, branch out in some way. And um, I won't, I won't give away what my uh, my number one tip is, but uh, that's that's what I'm going to write about probably this week for hatch. Yeah, I suspect I know what it is, and I won't say it and spoil it either. You probably do. <laughs> well, listen, folks. Even though it's chilly, um, you know, obviously for musky, it's prime time, but. Uh, you know, if you get a slightly warm day where the temperatures are going to be 40 or above, you really kind of owe it to yourself to sleep in, have an extra cup of coffee and fish from about 10 until 4 and see if you can put something in the net. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Matt. All right. Thanks, Marvin.